Welcome to the Gospel Everyday Podcast, following along with the Mariner's Church Annual Raid. I'm Kate, and I will be your host for today. On today, January 21st, Andrew Murray entitles the devotion, The Holiness of God in the Old Testament. The chapter and verses chosen are from Leviticus chapter 11, verses 44 through 45. They state, I am the Lord your God. Consecrate yourselves and be holy, because I am holy. I am the Lord who brought you up out of Egypt to be your God. Therefore, be holy, because I am holy. Just in that verse, uh, verses, excuse me, two verses alone, you see the word holy four times. And if you've spent any time in Leviticus, which I know it's not necessarily the chapter of the Bible that we just jump to, but Leviticus is a really important part of the story in the Old Testament talking about the Israelite. And the book is so much about God's holiness. And there's a reason for that. In fact, in Leviticus alone, 152 times, there's reference to the holiness of God. Part of that is because the Israelites, they need a lot of reminding and a lot of help. But what we have to see and know about the Israelites is that God is showing them and leading them and helping them to take steps to become not just morally, but also more ritually pure so that they can be in God's presence. Because up until this point, the only person that could be in the presence of the Lord was the high priest at that time, who would only be able to go into the temple, into the Holy of Holies, which housed God's presence once a year. And they had to have a life that was set apart that was consecrated, that was um, so intentional, and there were so many laws that they had to follow in a certain way that they had to live so that they could be pure enough to enter into God's presence just once a year. But what God knew was that later on in the story, he's going to be sending his son who's going to give us a passage and an opportunity and a way to experience God's presence, not just once a year through the high priest and the Holy of Holies, but in our everyday of our every life, every moment. But that's tomorrow talking about holiness of God in the New Testament. So what Andrew Murray here is reflecting on, I believe, is that he really is trying to highlight for us that in the Old Testament, the holiness of God is so important, not just for the Israelites at that time, but for us to go back and reflect on and see that from the beginning, holiness is an outstanding characteristic of who God is and that his holiness is so set apart. His holiness is so powerful that the Israelites, it was Uh, what I would think of is actually unsafe for them to be in God's presence. That's why there were so many rituals and uh, so many different things that the high priest would have to do in order to be in God's presence, not because God is unsafe, but because of the power and the glory and the righteousness of his, his presence is so powerful that us as fallen people, Israelites as fallen humanity, um, 
could not handle uh, the greatness uh, of God's presence. And I just find that to be so interesting and that the, you know, the Israelites having to have so many uh, laws, again, was not about God's reprimanding, was not about just God's, um, just about his discipline, but it really was God's pursuit of the Israelites, his pursuit of them becoming more pure, for them to become more set apart so that they could experience his presence in the way that he intended us to um, before the fall of man. As I sit here and reflect in the current day and age, um, something with the word holiness is I have felt in my spirit for some time now that we as the people of God really need to spend some more time in, in focusing and uh, not just studying, but relicking in God's holiness. What does it mean that God is holy? We see in Leviticus and, and through the way that the temple was constructed in the holies of holies, just how powerful his presence is. And although Jesus has made a way for us to not have to go into the holy of holies, but that we can experience God's presence and his power and his glory in our every moment of our every day, let us not forget that that same holiness that was seen in the Old Testament is is. Is he's still that holy? He's still that powerful. He's still that good and that amazing. And what that truly means for our life, and what does it mean for us? Although we don't have the the laws and the rituals that the Israelites had to go through to be pure, what are the things that we are doing in our own lives and in our spiritual lives and in our moral lives that uh, is bringing us to a more holy place with the Lord? That is. Uh, providing a greater reverence for his holiness and um, a repentant spirit when we when we're not consecrated when we're not set apart do we have that conviction of the holy spirit uh, to come with humility in the greatness and the presence and the holiness of the lord and unfortunately i believe that culture has hijacked the word holy uh if you think about it, there are multiple songs throughout the years, especially in the recent years, that use the word holy in talking about um, human relationships that aren't even married relationships, or maybe it's um, an item that is holy. I remember growing up one time I said, holy cow, I was at a Christian school and I said, holy cow. And one of my teachers uh, very sternly but lovingly said, do not put the word holy in front of cows. Do you, like, do you not know what that means? That word is reserved for our Heavenly Father. And at the time, I think I just was like, um, okay, you know, kind of that like dismissive um, whatever. And, and I'm not saying that, you, you know, you shouldn't say holy cow. But when you think about what the word holy means um, and what, what that means about our Heavenly Father, it might change the way uh, that we not only use the word holy, but also that we approach the throne room. And also to reflect back on the book of Leviticus and see what, what a gift it is through Jesus Christ that we get to experience, oh, that we get to experience um, the presence and the holiness of God. As I sit and reflect, I wonder for us, when the last time was that we sat in the secret place with our Heavenly Father and thought about and reflected about His holiness, 
And when was the last time that maybe we reflected and then gave him glory, praise, honor for who he is as our holy God? The angels in heaven are on repeat saying, holy, holy, holy are you, Lord. There's a reason for that. And it is my hope and my prayer for us that as we journey through the rest of the day, the week, the months, and the years of our lives, that we worship God for he is worthy and he is so holy. Let's pray. God, we come before you today and we say thank you. Thank you for who you are. Thank you for, thank you for being holy. Thank you. I pray that we worship you and your holiness and that the beauty of your holiness, the power and the authority through it would dwell in each and every one of us and that people would come to know you, come to experience who you are in your holiness through the way that you inhabit our praises and our lives. God, may we be a people that is set apart for you. God, we thank you and we praise you. And we ask all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Thanks so much for making the Gospel Everyday Podcast an important part of your day. Hit that subscribe button if you haven't already yet, and we would love it if you could take a few moments to rate, review, and share the podcast. Tune in tomorrow for brand new content. If you'd like more information about Mariner's Church, download the Mariner's app at your favorite app store or visit marinerschurch.org.